Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. to Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the most high, and I am here with my tag team partner, CT. What's up, what's up? A.K.A. Chitty Bang. And if you did not know, this is The Underground, the most uncut, unedited, unfiltered, The Underground of professional wrestling podcasting. Um, If you're hearing us right now, you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, you might be listening on Stitcher. I want you guys to go out there and follow us on Twitter at RW Podcast One. I want you to like us on Facebook, like us on on, on uh, what do you call it? Do you, do you follow or like YouTube? You you subscribe, subscribe to and YouTube you, and you like on YouTube and so Instagram. You follow that too. You follow. You like shit that we do. You subscribe. You stay on top of it. We're here. You get we're content kings of this professional wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. Now there may have there may be some professional wrestling podcasts that have been out longer, been a little bit more consistent, mm-hmm. you know. But nobody has as much content as we have in the vault. So yeah, y'all uh, y'all stay tuned. Y'all be on the lookout for reasonable wrestling. Big mm-hmm. things up on the board. Um, before we get in the show, I just want to go ahead and. Uh, you know, shout out to big homie Westside Gun mm-hmm. for the exclusive uh, hoodie, the homage to Ultimate Warrior and Mean Gene Oakland. So. Yeah, his work, his studies are a work of art. Honestly, you showed me some of his stuff on his Instagram the other day, and that's just still still stuck in my head. Yeah, I wanna I wanna cop a couple a couple a couple of these. Uh, it's like. Porches, if you guys can't, because you guys are listening to it, but if you go on YouTube, you can see Word. he has a hoodie on that it's legit a painting of Mean Gene, and behind Mean Gene is Ultimate Warrior. It's a, you know, iconic photo, and if you see it, you'll you'll know, and it's painted onto a hoodie, so it's so dope. Uh, shout out to Westside Gun. It's, it's a work of art. Yeah, so um, as we go ahead into this late... <clears throat> Rocking with you on a Wednesday. Yep. I stole that from Chris Cody from the Levitard Show. But um, we're here, um, and it's late, and we have a lot to kind of get into, so let's go ahead and steamroll into the show. Um, first thing I started off the week was Monday, Monday Night Raw, and um, 
You is there is your high spot on Raw? Or you no, just my, wanna... my high spot's not on Raw. Okay, my high spot's right. on SmackDown. All right, but cool. So if you want to talk about Raw, we can't um, go without talking can't. about Becky Lynch once again. Becky Lynch took off tonight. Uh, as you know, she's been having the storyline. You guys been keeping up where she has been selling this injury since the Royal Rumble. Uh, and she has to go see the medical doctors for, you know, Vince McMahon, Triple H, the McMahon's, you know, stuff, and even trying to get her to see the doctors. And if she doesn't go see the doctors, she's off the WrestleMania card, she's, uh, and she's stubborn. She doesn't want to go see the doctors. But this week, she comes home to Raw. They say that she's, she saw her own doctors. It's fine. Everything's cool. We're sorry. Now we just need you to apologize. Stephanie and uh, Triple H wanted her to apologize. And it kind of booked the night, you know. So it was like a, throughout the night you're getting people go come up to Becky Lynch to tell her what she should do, whether she should apologize or not. Because uh, if she doesn't get apologize, she doesn't apologize, she's not going to get her match at WrestleMania against Ronda. Word. So it was about her moral choice and uh, standing, standing her firm ground and being stubborn or apologizing. Uh, by the end of the night... She did apologize, and it still didn't get her what she wanted. She apologized, and they, the Vince comes out. She apologizes after a whole show, bookend the show, beginning, and they ran it with Becky with this storyline. And she comes out dis, disgruntled, uh, barren teeth, and apologizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the McMahon's is like, "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> well, Triple H and Stephanie were like, "You know, what? all right, cool. You know, you're going to WrestleMania." But Vince, big well, dog, he's like, "Fuck all that, big dick swinger." <laughs> <laughs> Vince was like, "Fuck all that." Yeah, uh, they may forgive you, bitch. I am forgive you for what you done. Matter of fact, you're suspended for sixty days, and it's what five days after WrestleMania. And on top of that, I got your replacement, Charlotte Flair. Uh, and the great philosopher's words, God forgives, I don't. Rick Ross and Vince McMahon lived by that motto. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon said that God can forgive you. <laughs> Even kings can forgive you. Kings and billionaires. Uh, what do they call Stephanie? The billionaire princess. Uh, Everybody yeah. can forgive you. But me, I will not. And Charlotte replacing Becky is a great way to kind of like get this triple threat that has been in the news cycle for some time. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I don't mind it. I mean, I, I don't mind Becky Lynch and Charlotte and Ronda and a triple threat. The story's kind of like just, uh-huh. they can't get away from each other. You know, yeah, I mean? Charlotte yeah. and Becky is just among, well, um, They are going to be, you know, the Rock Austin of, or maybe you say Dusty Sting, or I mean, I mean nothing from a, a Flair Sting kind of uh, of our time, where they're just going to always fight with each other. They're going to be they're intertwined. History is going to be intertwined with, with these two characters. However, I really did want to see a Becky Ronda one on one match. I hope we do get that one day, but we're not going to get it. We're going to get another triple threat. Um, and I'm cool with it, too. You know, last year we got Asuka, Charlotte. At least that was a singles woman match. This year we're going to go back to a triple threat formula. Because uh, they've been giving the woman at WrestleMania these platforms. But they're, a lot of them are multi-person matches. I really want to see them have a couple classic one-on-one encounters. I think Asuka and Charlotte was that last year. But I know some people don't like that match. I thought it was incredible. However, going forward, hey, you know, the triple threat. I know they're going to tear their house down. I'm not mad at it. Um, but 
I mean, I do want to see Becky and Ronda take on each other one on one. I mean, I think that will happen, but business wise, and we're you yeah. know we can't intertwine business and logic with that because that were reasonable marks. Charlotte has to be involved some way, shape, or form in what can possibly be the first ever main event of a women. At Mania. I mean, does she have to? I don't think she has to. But I think that the way the WWE sees it is that she's their, uh, you know, backbone, like she said on SmackDown, backbone of the women's division. She has to be on the marquee somewhere. Um, I would. I mean, you, you mentioned Charlotte Asuka, too. I personally would love to see that story being told. But I guess for the mainstream, you want to attach a flair to that to that marquee when people say, "Oh my God, it's Ric Flair's daughter, and she's going against Ronda Ronda Rousey." If you're not familiar with wrestling, you're like, "Oh, I want to see what happens here." You know, let's see and, what and, this is all about. And Becky, came, I know Ric Flair, I know his daughter's name. You know, and Becky in that middle ground doesn't in the mainstream get the initial rub, but will because mm-hmm. wrestling fans elevate yeah. a, a a star yeah. to some degree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ronda's bringing eyes to this main event. Exactly. Ronda's, so everybody's getting a rub from her, and then she's getting a rub from the wrestling fans because I think they're going to have an amazing match. Not that she hasn't already had that rub from her tenure. However, uh, Becky, I think, gets the most out of this spotlight because she's on this trajectory right now that's business wise. Now, short circuit, I mean, short, short term, we're looking at Charlotte, and she's a plug in quick fix. For a long-term effect of Becky Lynch rolling over but into this. You know what's funny, though? The the plug-in quick fix, really, right now, I mean, because they booked Charlotte Ronda all along. Becky Lynch's nose getting broken booked that happening earlier. All along, they wanted Charlotte to face Ronda, Ronda at WrestleMania. So, Char- sure. so really, it's Becky, in their minds, Becky has maneuvered her way into this match. Yes. Becky has gotten herself so over that yes. she deserves to be here. Exactly. You know? So that's a good so way to do that. Roundabout way, she earned her Royal Rumble victory, and she were still building her as this big, you know, baby face, like kind of like a stone cold, um, with her braggadocious kind of stubborn behavior. But uh, she's still herself. You know, I'm not going to knock her in the life terms of Conor Berger and Stone Cold every single week, but because she, 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 she reminds me of them. But she is have her all. She is herself, you know. Uh, not knocking her, but she getting her, she this spot is giving her a huge spotlight yes. in the biggest stage of them all. And the last match of the night, I hope it's going to be the last match of the night. Uh, and she gets to say she was part of that history, and she she put her there, put herself there. So that um, so props to Becky Lynch. Prop, props to Becky. Um, shout out to Charlotte who is exceeding in what we feel like is her natural habitat. Oh, God, yeah. She is a despicable, despisable uh, heel Mm -hmm. uh, that basks in all (laughs) of what she is. She had our first uh, woman's character spotlight. I think that we we give her so much praise on this podcast because she she checks all the boxes. You know, and like you were saying, that she's in a, a groove as that heel right now. Yeah. I mean, her mic work is second to none. Her, her mic work is really, she she's proven herself to be, when she's in character mode, the best on the mic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shut uh, your when mouth. She, when, she's not, when she's not a baby face. I yeah. hate Babyface Charlotte. But Babyface Charlotte is not bad, though. She, she, she pulls it off in her own right because she comes off as a... 
Um, Babyface is like, no, she's confident. She's 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 good enough. But uh, her as a heel is what she's meant to do. You yeah, know, she's, 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 she's thriving. And yeah, her she's in her element. Yes, you know, so it comes. It's great. She has some great lines on SmackDown. You know, she was saying about how you guys think that Vince uh, chose me, but no, she's like Vince made a smart business decision, which. Honestly, that's I mean, what we talk about pretty much. He did, talk, yeah. We you know, like, he did make yeah. a, business, a smart business decision. But it's so true that it's going to get under the skin of you know these Mark fans. You know, yo, shout out to all the Marks. That I mean, you guys, this was your week. Okay, <laughs> if it, if no other week was your week, man, this has been a Mark week, man. So shout out to all you guys who masturbating <laughs> tissues. And wiped your hand on the closest T-shirt that you can find next to your bed couch. What's, what's so funny about it is that it shouldn't be such a big, you know, mark out week to me. But hey, people are marking out about a lot of shit this week. A lot was, of stuff, you man. know. Um, but yeah, you guys are keep it keep keep it going. I mean, one of my marker. I'm not finna say I didn't jerk off into tissue, but I did mark out to the revival winning the tag titles. Yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was that a was a mark yeah. moment for me. Because I think they deserve it. I am a revival fan. Say yeah, <laughs> um, Dash and Dash and Dawson, uh, uh, yeah, Wilder and Dawson. Yeah, you're a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Scott, high, man. Like, Dash Wilder and Scott, Scott Dawson. Dawson. Now they're just gonna call them. I think. Scott and Dash or something. No, Dash, Dash and Dawson. Dash and Dawson. They keep cutting everybody's name. So, um, um, shout out to them. New tag team champions. Uh, I thought they had a great match, yo. And, I mean, it. you know what's funny? The Chad Gable and Bobby Roode union, I, I've been kind of poo-pooing it this entire time. And, um, and you know, because they don't, they don't write them very well. They don't. I will continue but one to thing, do so. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I will say. I forgot that Bobby Roode is legitimately a tag team specialist. And Chad Gable is also a tag team specialist. Bobby Roode had beer money in TNA. He had, um, uh, before that, he had America's Most Wanted or something like that, AMW. He's a truly a tag team special. Putting them together, I get it now, like, putting these guys together. However, the way that they are is just corny because they come off very corny. Yeah. So the match, though, however... It was dope. The it was a really there. great match, and they showed off that they're, 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 they are wrestlers. You know, they they can go in that ring along with the rival who always have creative ways of keeping people on the edge of their seat in a match. I think it's the way they come up with matches. I'm not saying that Bobby Roode and Dawson, I mean, and Chad Gable weren't a part of this too, but. I see it always with Dash and Dawson where the tag yeah, team, he'll, he'll, the structure of their matches are very different. Hill tag team uh, work can be some of the best thing you'll see at a live event, yeah. on TV, at a pay-per-view. Uh, tag team wrestling, when done correctly and when invested into, mm-hmm. can be the best thing on your yeah. card. Like, if this had the storyline going into it, it would be like a, a huge event for exactly. the tag team division. But they still put that work in, in the ring without the back you know, story to it. But they're still going out there and doing what they got to do. So you got to tip your cap to them for not even, even though they're not getting the spotlight the way they want to, they're still killing it in the ring where they have to do. That's the only thing they can control. 
Um, outside of that on Raw, that was kind of the only thing that like stuck out to me. Yeah, me too. Um, I know Seth had a promo with uh, Paul Heyman. Yeah, you know, they're you know obviously they can't book Brock every single week, and they're trying to stretch this uh, feud out. They're starting to book it now because we know WrestleMania is going to be Brock and Seth. Uh, I think that Seth is in a spot right now where we get to see what he's made of on the mic as a face um, and see if he can hold that spot and have us get behind him going into a WrestleMania angle. He's under a lot of pressure, and I think that promo on Raw was all right. You know, I think it's a good first start. Um, uh, it made sense to me that he was it, he, he said he will sell the, sell his soul. To beat Brock, and it, it ties into him selling us on the past. I mean, he brought he that will, up. He'll do it. You know, we Don't all know he'll do him. it. So I thought the writing was good, and I thought that going forward, we'll see more Seth on the mic, and we'll see some more Seth how he book book this match because it's going to be David versus Goliath again. But he's they they need to book it as Seth is the savior almost, like he's the CrossFit Jesus that's going to save Raw. He is CrossFit Jesus that's going to save Raw from this Thanos. Titan Brock Lesnar. So forget we'll see, it. we'll see. We'll see what goes on, and I'm glad to see that he's on Raw this week, and they that he's not too banged up after the six F fives. Um, yeah, him him coming back after six F fives. He should have missed the show. Uh, he did miss the show last week. Oh, he missed it last yeah. week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there, that's me paying attention to Raw. Um. <laughs> so look at this going to smack that. Thank you. You know what? I, great segue. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't. Um, I would like to see the match. Last time we saw it, Brock beat the dog shit out of Seth until Taker showed up. So uh-huh. maybe this is a different match. Um, yeah, so. you know, I know, I know we've seen it before, and I know it's not like the like. It's not something like because I know how you are. It's like if you've seen it before, it's like oh, you're not going to be super super excited. But um, I'm curious to see where they go with it. You know? I, I would and like Seth to has see matured. the difference in the um, matches. I they allow blood. I think Seth with the with the. I mean, I'm just throwing the shit out the wall. I don't Seth color is something we haven't seen. I don't believe. Yeah. So that'll be good. Yeah. Seth color just for would be good. Let it happen. Yeah, just for it's Brock. Especially if he's taking a strap off for Brock. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of SmackDown. Um, yeah. Great, great, great show. show. Great show. They know how to put together a show. Yeah. And uh, Wakanda forever to my man. <laughs> and OG, Kofi Kingston. For real. Holding the Dizown for the black man, Krizown. As uh, he was in the gauntlet match. He was injected yeah. into the gauntlet match. He's taking was, Mustafa Ali's place. Yeah, who, who medically isn't clear. So, um, Kofi is in the gauntlet match. Meaning he's in the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah. Tearing up, man. <laughs> I'm tearing up, man. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Because 11 years, man. 11 years. 11 years. My man Kofi Kingston from 2008 yeah. he's, has he's, been holding it. Damn. My African brethren, you know. Come I'm on. I'm Nigeria, he's Ghana. And I gotta hand, hand it to him because, like, it's like those moments like that <sighs> during Black History During Black during, History during Month. Black History Month mean something, you know? They cur- Shout out to you, WWE, for covering our pockets right there, <laughs> giving us a great match, uh-huh. having a great performer go out there and showcase his work, and pulling black people. 
while also giving Mark something else to masturbate to. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the internet was flooded with how to book Kofi Kingston. Yep. I ain't never seen so many white allies in my life, bro. <laughs> Damn, WWE, you know how to get white people to come together for a black cause. Nigga. It's like, oh Yo. my goodness, man. So no, no, many, you're, you're, so you're many not, people. You're not wrong, man. I I, I, I appreciate it. You know, <laughs> going into the match, I mean, because me, I, I'm always, well, I want to see Big Biggie in a spot, a big spot. So when he came out and he was taking off his coat to, to go into the match, I was eager. I was like, all right, Big E. Like, Big E's going to be in this Elimination Chamber match. Let's see what damage he could do in there. Yeah, um, I don't think there's then, no other power in there. Yeah, yeah. Let me think. They got, they got some old Joe, and that's about it. I'm uh, going to go power. I, you know, get a legitimate powerhouse. But, uh, yeah, they, I want a Big E in there. Um, and then you go to Xavier Woods. I'm like, oh, that could be interesting, too. But then they went to Kofi, and when, I'm going to be honest, my first reaction was like, oh, they put him in the money in the bank last year, last year. they should give somebody else a new day a shot, you know, like Big E. But um, I'm never going to be against putting Kofi in a spot, because he has worked so damn hard his entire time in WWE, and he's a veteran. He's a pure fire hall of famer. He has some, some of the most, he's one of the most decorated athletes in WWE. Um, and it's like people forget that he, he can always go, like in a single aspect. Yeah, right now, he's been attacking for a long time. For a long time. And he's like, "Yo, did y'all think you? You think you think you? you and that you, promo, you forgot. yeah, yeah, yeah. That promo after um seven minute promo. I watched all seven minute twenty seven seconds of it. Yeah. Kofi, Xavier, um, and Biggie, so good. So check it out good on YouTube. Together. WWE exclusive on Bro. YouTube. Um, it's a promo with Kofi Kingston, and it goes to show. His um, you know the the the, the passion and the emotion behind yeah. all of he's been through, and then getting those moments on the main stage on a, in the main event, it means something. You know, we all know Kofi's not winning the Elimination Chamber for sure. You know, but that right there is a moment for SmackDown, and it's a moment that Kofi can be like, all right, it's a moment for SmackDown. It's a notch on his belt. It is, and now it also gives him wrestled over an hour legitimacy. For whenever he decides to want to punch his ticket again, yeah, and say, "Hey, I deserve mm-hmm. a title shot. I can go." Absolutely, you've seen it. I pent the champion before. I think that would be, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. We uh, he was young with that Randy Orton program. He was a little bit younger, you know. Maybe they wouldn't. They didn't trust him in that spot back then. Kofi's a veteran. Give him a main event program and some uh, what the knowledge he has about how to get a reaction out of a crowd. He's been working with New Day, being very imp- like improv, pretty much improv, coming with his own shit for all this time, and then put him in a singles program. I'm, I have the utmost faith that Kofi can captivate an audience. You know, so props to Kofi. You killed it. You were my high spot of the week, um, and just keep doing it, man. And kiss, kick ass in that uh, chamber. I hope you get something crazy in there. Yeah, we're definitely going to be watching, my G. Uh, there's no way I'm not going to not root for you, dog. Even though I know there is no chance that you are walking out with that title. <laughs> I mean, they threw us a bone last year with Naomi and Bray Wyatt. 
I don't think they're doing yeah. the experiments this year with the <laughs> WWE title. Now, granted, granted, they gave Bray Wyatt the title for a month. Yeah. Only to drop it to, to Randy. Randy Orton mm-hmm. at Mania. So. So they're going to give Kofi the belt to drop it to who? I don't know. I think it's going to be Randy versus AJ. So I think that Randy could win this right here. Uh, I think Randy could win this right here. I well, never had the thought of breaking my television until that came out your mouth. I'm not saying I want to see Randy. Oh, okay, win it. but I understand the thought. Uh, I, I didn't. I never had the thought. Yeah, because you know they will do something like this, that. That's exactly. Yeah. It. So I try to push it so far <laughs> out of my mind that I don't think about it. Now that has come to in the universe by being spoken. It's like yeah. saying Beetlejuice in the mirror, my nigga. Randy or win the title. God damn it! That's what happened. Shit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Unless they do something radical by give it to Samoa Joe. I think Daniel Bryan should have it. I would. I, would, I think he deserves it. I, it was a great story coming over full circle, but I don't know what kind of story and who he would face, you know, at WrestleMania. Because we've already seen the AJ thing. We've already um, seen the AJ Unless it's John Cena. I don't know who. Uh, we've already seen... Some, some uh, no, we haven't, we seen, haven't Samoa. seen Samoa Joe. But that, that match doesn't move the needle. Yeah. That match doesn't move the needle, and you have to have storyline between it because Daniel's a heel right now and Joe's a heel. So you got to figure yeah. out how to make that interesting in that aspect. Um, currently, I with the landscape of WWE, I... Uh, that's why I say SmackDown roster is semi-thin. Yeah. That's it, why it, it, I know why you say it's thin. It's not thin because they have so much talent and they utilize it very well. But when you're saying about thin as in like for for booking a WrestleMania now because we've used a lot. Yes. Because they use it so well. We've seen certain matches already. You know? So it right now has to be booked very well in terms of story. I don't know what you do. Maybe you bring back somebody that hasn't been around. Maybe you throw Sammy or, or Kevin Owens on there. I don't know. I don't but think they're ready. Them, Kevin Owens had a um, promo on Raw, though, so he's coming back soon. I'm not sure, if he, but he's just on Raw, so he probably come back to Raw. I don't know if he's ready. Now, they can, you know, give a little lightning joke to my penis if they bring back Bray Wyatt and oh. Bray Wyatt versus Daniel <laughs> Bryan. Yeah, that would make me so happy. And bra- braving the face, a sure thing. Oh, that would be oh. that would be crazy. That would be crazy. I mean, but I don't think they have the I know. balls. I know. I know. They don't have the know. balls to do that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, where the hell, Bray, man? Yo, Bray. It's like how how long until WrestleMania? We got like six weeks, eight weeks, <laughs> and where you at? Ah, <sighs> man, I, I I don't know. Yo, fudge. This is the last show between Elimination Chamber, so we have to do that Oh, b- uh, blatant preview show. Damn it, already? Shit. Um, but, okay, so SmackDown. SmackDown, yeah. was just the, Smackdown was just the gauntlet. Yeah. Um, so, uh, how did you like the gauntlet match? Uh, it was dope. I thought it was booked very well, honestly. Um, the, Kofi, obviously, we just talked about him. Man, he put on a show... Uh, Damn, the fighting him, and he the selling was great. 
Uh, and then his fire he showed with AJ, who's AJ trying to look out for him. He's like, nah, nigga, I don't need no sympathy. I don't need no sympathy, <laughs> <man."> <laughs> No sympathy, yeah. dog. So it was, it was dope, you know, and he, and he went out like a champ. Uh, then Samoa Joe, I mean, no, during that Samoa Joe, you think that Samoa Joe's going to take him out. And he managed to get out of that. that so it was good. It was very well booked, you know. Um, but then after AJ wins, waiting for Randy Orton to come out, and that RKO came out of nowhere, you know. They, they're they really booking these RKOs out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, they they're <laughs> they're trying to, they I mean, if you want to make that a thing, you got to actually put it on TV, which it's happening. It's happening. So, to those... Because they've been... Te- they, they would telegraph the guys? shit out of, of our... Yeah, and dog. they weren't really out of He's nowhere. Like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah. Oh, my God! Oh my God. Like, nigga, he pounded the mat seven times. You telling me that nigga did not feel... Yeah. This viper <laughs> coiling up, my nigga? Fuck out of here. I ain't coiling. stupid. Slithering uh, like a snake. I mean, yeah. So like, it was cool. It was cool, and then he pinned him. It was the end of the end of the show. What out? You know, like that. Like that. Yeah, cool. these these two shows, SmackDown and Raw, were just let me get you to the pay per view, please. <laughs> type of shows, which is fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine because this week honestly was just okay for us outside of wrestling. Very chaotic week. Yeah. Very non. Interested, enthused. Wrestling wasn't what was going to take my mind off of things because it was let me get you to the pay per view. Yeah, you know what I mean. So with that being said, we went through the motions this week, and the shows kind of did the same. Hence, what <laughs> my low spot was, which is NXT. Never <laughs> give NXT my low spot. Never. But let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you, Linda, Linda, listen, listen, Linda, if you want to keep my attention ever, ever, ever in life at a wrestling event or on a wrestling show, don't you ever in your fucking life put the first match to be shown, Dominic Divakovic, I fucked that name up. Donovan Dajakovic. Donovan Donovan Dijakovic Donovan Dijakovic Feast your eyes Feast your eyes Feast your eyes On Me going to fucking sleep Because First Okay I don't, He has no character Okay For one For two that time. That's fine For two <laughs> The person you pair him with is Shane fucking Thor, nigga? You pitched that match. First of all, it was like seven minutes. Six minutes too fucking long, okay? You booking a 60-40 match where Shane gets some type of fucking offensive... Donovan six seven taking fucking bumps and mm-hmm. suplexes from this guy. Yeah, I, I don't get. He has for a big guy. You have the worst finisher of all time. It's a reverse go to sleep, bro. Like that's all it is. It's a torture <laughs> rack into a I'm gonna uh. flip you into a knee type of thing, and then you do a whole theatrics of feast. 
your <laughs> eyes. Oh my god, it's dumb. You uh, whatever. Let him go out there and have one great takeover match, and everybody's gonna be on his dick. His dollar of a Dodger Co dick. <laughs> <laughs> Let him have one really good takeover match. Like, oh my god, did you see? Dijon died of a culture for dick. <laughs> it was amazing. Five stars. Oh my god. Culture dick. <laughs> Bruh, your name is Donovan Dijon. Can I hold your dick? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but shout out to Donovan. <laughs> They gotta change your name to just Don- Donovan. Oh, I mean, it's the, you hold on, this ain't not even Donovan. It's Dominic. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh. oh my god. Oh man, uh, we need to stop smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. So, um, yeah, my low spot. Of in it, my low spot was NXT <coughs> um, because Dominic Dijakovic and Shane Thor is not holding any interest for me to watch NXT. Okay, neither is Tanya Conti versus Aaliyah. Uh huh. Yeah, that ain't doing it for me either. Uh huh. Um, shout out to the Street Profits. Yeah. I do want to go ahead and say that. Shout out to the Street they Profits. Were- Showing a little bit of aggression. Yeah. They, uh, you know, had some, mic time. Had some mic time, definitely. I don't know how you're going to get the people to cheer them, I mean, to boo them if you're trying to go that way. Because they were like, they were getting mad heat and they were like, yeah, you deserve it. And I'm like, they just worked the heel matches. <laughs> I mean, Full Sail's a different crowd. Yeah, man. it's true, it's true. I I'm, mean, I'm, full- I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm fucking around. I'm just fucking with it. But I, I'm, I'm saying, if you're turning them heel, if you're trying to get them to. Made as a matter of Phil Sale. Yeah, you know? Phil Sale, I, th- yeah. I think what you do across television, you book it, you run posts, and then you just throw it up. Okay. Because you have to try to get, I think, they're good, like you said, they can be good, good guys. But WWE kind of, for the most part, have shied away from bad black guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we just got it with Bobby. Mm-hmm. He's fresh and new, and when we turn heel, we pop. Yeah, we pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, been, um, it's like it's like a you know a drink in the oasis because it's like oh, finally like somebody who has shown some aggression and an attitude of some sort. Because without so, being yeah. you know talking to little Jimmy and you yeah. know you know selling. No, you know, no disrespect or like, to you know, your bread and selling like, bootios and throwing pancakes. Or having being booked to like be a mama's boy, like they did with Sean before. Yeah, when he was a heel. oh my god, <clears throat> I forgot about that. So yeah, man. Um, so shout out to Shelton. Shout out to Chris Shelton. is using you on uh, yo, WWE 2K19. Yo, yo, WWE 2K19 is fire. Okay, let me go ahead and put that out there. I just had like a fucking four and a half star match. Yo, I'm, I'm in WWE. I was against Aiden English. Aiden English. God damn, man. Well, so shout Somebody out to Shelton. Classic. Uh, that's my guy. That's that's my guy in the universe right now. Yeah. Um, and Cedric's nice too in the game. I fuck with Cedric. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's, it's good to see. It's good to see Street Fighter Profits show a little aggression. Even if they don't turn them full heel, even if they just don't give them the, you know what I mean, um, 
uh, if they just don't treat him like yeah. the, Ron, the, the give him the Ronda treatment. Yeah, he don't want him to just be just party boy. Exactly, and, exactly. And goofy, you know, because they have that side to them. But we we and we don't want to lose that. We don't want to lose the, the goofiness or the, the the charismatic side. But sometimes but at the it's same time, when, yeah. Sometimes it's time for you to boss up, like you said. You know, you got to show that aggression um, when it's when when you when everybody's over here winning championships. And he's like, all right, yeah, let's let's get it. You know, let's let's. I want. I, I, it's time. And they're the ones that called out the War Raiders, and everybody else wanted. And everybody else wanted to jump in. in, just like white people, man. <laughs> just like white people, dog. God damn. Street Popper said they want a title shot. Here come the goddamn Europeans. I mean, real life or no? I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And then, after they come out, here come England. The parliament. Just saying. You know what I mean? Black people uh, just like, God I damn. I claim shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit. Yeah, right. man. yeah, but we'll see what happens with the tag division, you know. Um, I see Roderick Strong, you know, when they, you know, Undisputed wants to get all the gold this year. Um, you know, Roderick Strong could be that um, North American Championship. Adam Cole won that, could be NXT Championship uh, champion, and then you get Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Bobby Fish to retain the uh, tag belts again and go three times. Like that'd be crazy. Three times, three times, three mm-hmm. times. You know what I mean? Best Be the tag team ever. Best tag team. Well, in NXT. In NXT, for mm-hmm. sure. By far, they are the. I mean, shout, America Alpha was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 definitely, the revival was mm-hmm. good. Um, I would have loved to have seen revival and undisputed. Johnny and I mean DIY. D- DIY again. Yeah. DIY was good, but I think the the, the undisputed has the potential the, to keep. To, I think even right now, even right now, okay. they have one of the best because they split DIY. They, right, they 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 split, but I still think even even in their runs of and NXT revival and undisputed are probably my one or two top tag teams. I'm never gonna put the Ascension okay. in there, even though they were good, decent, booked the well. Uh, yeah, they, they were booked they, they well. Were, they were booked very well. American yeah. Alpha was really. What about AOP? A, no, I mean they needed people around them. Yeah, they yeah. They, they, they need people around them now. So that's how <laughs> I know they weren't yeah. made for it. Um, yeah. American Alpha was really good. Uh, I think they tagged they really good, when yeah. um, came kind of anticlimactic for me. Mm. Um, but maybe I'm just having. Maybe I have to go back and watch it again to give yeah, it that motion. Real, they had some really, they had good some matches. really good near falls and not capturing the title. So, yeah. um, but I think undisputed man, you know, just having their reign and uh, competition. I think they they might have they might can go down as the best tag team. Yeah, in yeah. I mean, they they are. They are two-time tag champions, and they are going and having phenomenal tag team matches over and over again. Whether it's Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley or Roderick Strong and Kyle Riley, so yeah, I mean, what can you say? Um, so, with that being said, um, I'm just happy to kind of see 
That tag division. <clears throat> that tag division. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Vision not go by the wayside. Yeah, and they wanted the Dusty Road Classic twice. They now. want it. Is it twice? I think so. Yeah, I think it's twice. Oh, uh, bleep! Well, shout out to them, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was a that was NXT gives you great shows, good shows, mm-hmm. great progression and storytelling, story mode. But Shana this week came wasn't. Shayna came out after losing, yeah. taking the L. She came out, put some bitches to sleep, told people don't piss her off in her best Jeff Jarrett impression. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricochet and it was a filler week. There was like no. It, it was it was, it was a filler no week. Build, yeah, yeah, it was a filler week, but it was continuity. Yeah, exactly. Within filler, within it filler, was, in line with these characters, exactly. what they would do. I'll just be just jumping people. Shayna's over there beating bitches' asses. You know, so for no reason, you know, and with her with her girls, so it falls in line. You know, Ricochet's winning matches through fucking adversity. You know, it, it, keep in contact with the line while you're trying to introduce new guys. But yeah, it was what it was. It was what it was. Um, so now that we wrapped up the week that was, um, let's get into some of our back half, uh, the back half of our show. Yeah, which yeah. is a. Uh, you know, booking black let's start booking black, booking black yeah. because it is Black History Month. Uh-huh. Um, first off, um, what I would like to do for our booking black is send a congra- congratulations out to a good friend of mine, ACH. Super. Super. Uh, finally making his way down to the performance center. Uh, he is part of the new NXT uh, class. class. Um, he is surrounded by some great talent. Um, Rachel Ellerling is there. Okay. Um, AKA Rachel, um, uh, yeah, uh, ever, 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 uh, ever, ever, yeah. Rachel so she's Evers. from a new class? Yeah, she's in a new class. She, she seems like she's been around forever though. Like, you she know, wrestles, they, she's been wrestling then, in a minute. Yeah, and they don't hire her. and Tessa. Um, I know why they don't hire Tessa, but. Why? Her and Ricochet had some things. Oh. Like bad things? It was a thing and then it wasn't a thing, so then it became a thing. But just because it was a thing and not a thing doesn't mean it has to be a thing now. I mean, they've been through Matt Hardy and Lita and things. Oh, God dang. But then no one gets a job because of behind that? Nah, that's not cool. I mean, she's working. They're not. I mean, I mean, I mean, she's working. They're not stopping them. But, like, I mean, you know, the the E. I I mean, mean, I I get it. She got her spot. I I mean, she had her moment in the E for a little bit, but. I think she's doing great work in TNA, by the way. She Shout is. Shout out to Tessa Blanchard. Shout out to Tessa Blanchard. over there in TNA. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and she's doing it. I, I think she's doing it without the restriction as well. You okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, she she works a certain yeah. way. And she paid her style. own way. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, yeah, she has she has definitely her own attitude right now, and she's killing over there. So, shout out, shout out to Tessa, but shout out to the new class. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why we brought up um, ACH 
um, for Booking Black is because I had the idea and don't get, and this is just me freestyling and being high and talking, but I would like to see ACH and Cedric Alexander in a tag team not exclusive to a cruiserweight division. Uh-huh. Having them in a tag team or ACH. Um, and I'm not just putting two black guys together, a.k.a. <laughs> hashtag 2BGs. <laughs> Shout out to Rich Swan and MLW for that Yo, one. Maybe that's what they can be called on the main roster. Yo, <laughs> if they get called the 2BGs, my influence <laughs> is forever solidified, <laughs> dog. Forever solidified, <laughs> dog. I can go ahead and call it a day. Yeah. I can, ra- I can wrap this shit up, man. Chris goes to the home thing. <laughs> right next to Coco like, Beware, my nigga. <laughs> I created a name. 2BGs. 2BGs. I mean, no, not Rishwan. ACH. Uh, and Rishwan originally. Yeah. And then it came to ACH and Cedric. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yo, you don't get me hyped, dog. Um, but no. And it can I, be passed down. Two BGs can be passed down to this next generation. Just the next generation of two BGs. Yeah. And if you don't know what two BGs is, then you don't, you don't, you don't know. know. You feel me? There you go. Um, so I would love to see him do a stint in NXT, of course. Um, I'm not sure what he would I don't know what his um what the landscape would be in NXT. Uh-huh. It's really deep. Um, I haven't seen ACH heal, um, and that may be to my ignorance of me not going to seek out mm-hmm. a lot of, um, work Yeah, I haven't that. seen it. I haven't seen him heal either. Um. I know he was. I've seen him in MLWB face, and he's, he gets, he's very charismatic. He's, he's super charismatic. You know. He's, um, I've seen him in New Japan, super charismatic, yeah. um, he, he has a, an appeal that I feel is crossover. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, not to the point where, you know, that's my homie, but realistically, I don't think he can, you know, he'll be a mega star. But mm-hmm. in the age of what Xavier Woods is doing right now, mm-hmm. he's a gamer. Yeah. He's a sneakerhead. He's an anime fan. He's an anime fan. Yo. He's black. He's black. I mean. Yeah. God damn! Honestly, if, if, if Xavier Woods can have a gaming channel on YouTube, he could clearly have an anime channel on YouTube, and where he you know talks about the new shit that goes down, and that's the way the trends are going. It's like exactly. your, your real life is gonna blend with your wrestling, and you're a fan of gaming. You're a wrestling fan, and you're a fan of working muscle, you know, weightlifting like Sheamus, or you're a wrestling fan, you're attached to anime like you know uh, anybody um, like ACH could be. You know, he can have his pocket wrestling fan. And you have your own new podcast with figurines. You know, that's a lane he could have. <clears throat> but not to mention him and Rich. No, God, why do I keep doing this? I keep bringing Rich Swan. Him and Cedric Alexander are can be a great tag team, honestly. For real. If you, and they could actually probably work together in a way that they don't have to be um, exclusively on 205 Live. They could be on the main roster and fighting for the Raw or SmackDown. And the reason why, and the reason why I put, <clears throat> I, I put them together is because I mean, honestly, I, I'm a logical and reasonable person. I can see them individually in singles competition mm-hmm. floundering. Okay, and kind of in a way of how New Day came together. Yeah, 
where they are just put, you know, they're yeah, they're united, united. They're they're, they're more than some of the parts, you know. So I I, I can see that because I think Cedric can rub off on ACH, ACH and ACH can rub off on Cedric, and they could have a niche tag team because ACH has charisma for days. Yes, honestly, yes. So like kind of like Seamus and Cesaro. Where they, you know, and, not <clears throat> so. I think that yeah, it's perfect. And I think they can really work with Still anyone. Me. Like them, I'm just imagining the tag, uh, the tag of uh, ACH and Cedric against the Usos, or against the Revival, or against the Bar. Um, I think they can really put on some great tag team classics. Uh, in the same vein of Harlem Heat. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, we haven't had a really good... I call Usos Black. You don't really agree with that. But we don't have... We haven't had a good black tag team. The New Day. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Shit, I'm high. Okay. Outside of New Day. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I was right. waiting for it to drop right. so I could say that. <laughs> I was like, is he going to say we don't have a great black tag team? Okay. I was okay. waiting for it. Like, okay. what? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we don't have depth in the black <laughs> Okay? We don't have depth right. in the black tag team category. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man. I mean, New Day Doc can be together forever. Right, you know? right, right. And um, and, and the reason, and, and again, um, not saying that they don't, they can't hold their own between Cedric and ACH, but I just think that lost in the shuffle. Think about when Sammy and KO comes back. Like how many times they've been thrown together as a tag team because mm-hmm. the roster is just so full yeah. with singles. You know what I mean? Um, just finding your spot on the card. Uh, if rival is really about making tag team wrestling mean something in WWE, they're going to need people that's just going to want to go out there and fucking work. Yeah. And I know Cedric and ACH can fucking go. Yeah. So if WWE wants to just put behind and say, ah, fuck it, we're going to, we're, 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 we're throwing it in and we're going to give you a 20 minute, you know, Tag team match on mm-hmm. Raw, two, Yo, two, they'll, two they'll tear segments. It up. They'll tear it up. They'll fucking kill it. Yeah. You know they'll what I mean? They'll tear it up. Or, or if they want to do something like, you know, <laughs> do a tag team gauntlet on SmackDown yeah. and fucking have the bar and, and, and two BGs come fucking rip that shit apart. Wow. I think that would be fucking dope. So uh, my book in black is ACH. Congratulations to you for uh, making it all the way to WWE here in Orlando. We're going to have to chop it up one time. And uh, me booking him with Cedric Alexander mm-hmm. as 2BG's part two. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. That's it. That should be dope. All right. Moving right along. Um, do you have a take on take? Take on take is just to, to the marks. Just, you guys got to understand that. <clears throat> I don't want to be talking about the marks all, all the time. But, hey, we get it. Excited about Kofi. Excited about Seth promo. We're excited about Becky Lynch. We hate, we hate Charlotte Flair. Hey, enjoy it. We're WrestleMania season. I mean, so uh, just the takes I'm hearing. Let's ease up because we all know that's Kofi's not going to win the championship. Let's enjoy it for what it was. Let's enjoy the Charlotte moment. Let's enjoy. Let's enjoy wrestling. You know. Let's just enjoy. I, listen, we started this podcast 
because we got high and heard some white people talk crazy about wrestling. Like, crazy. <laughs> they were talking about interjecting Hulk Hogan or Roman Reigns oh. and the New Day. Shout out to Lexi Littlefoot because I just saw on Instagram you got her, um, did you, the stickers. Yeah. I, I didn't get, I didn't get the stickers, but I am going to order them. Oh, shout, I am going to shout out to Alexis Littlefoot. She got the fuck Hulkamania. Uh, been racing since 1984 drinks, so I'm probably going to grab one of them drinks and slap that right on the laptop. Yep, uh, <laughs> right, <but, laughs> right there behind us. There, um, you know, just you know, it's listen. It's okay to be interested in your fantasy world. That's what we do. I am a mark with you. What I'm not going to do is not be logical and reasonable. I am going to spitball some things that may not make sense. And when it doesn't, I'll crumble and we'll move forward. I ain't going to try to make my nonsense make sense. (laughs) For the sake of wrestling, dog. People people act like, okay, people act like we all have our own view. And like what our view is, is clearly the right view. The right view. And everybody has the same view of wrestling as that I do. Clearly, Double Jungler should be the WWE champion. Clearly. Clearly, you know, it should just be Becky and Ronda. Clearly, whatever you want to say it is, ease up. Understand that there's a there's a there's many levels to, to understanding this thing we call wrestling. And I never profess to be a pro myself here. For sure. Uh, I think that I say dumb some pretty dumb shit on this podcast. As you know, we're high. So what? And I'm not gonna sit here and knock you for being a fan. Be, be a fan. But at the same time, ease up. Ease up, cause, ease cause up. To, and don't be so fickle. That's the only thing I ask, because Daniel Bryan's right. You guys are so fickle. We, one week you love it, next week you hate it. Understand that it's an evolving thing, and I'm like that sometimes too. But let's look at it for what it is. And that's why we're, that's why we're a good tag team, because we bring balance. This show was going to try to be and emulate a Max and Stephen A type of show, where we like go back and forth, combat and yell and stuff like that, and we pull back from that because mm-hmm. we've realized that unless something is egregious and idiotic, there's no need to get animated. Yeah, unless it's towards the product. This is my tag team partner right here, not my opponent. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the wrestling community, we need to kind of look at it that way. You know Honestly, what I mean? Yeah. We I love work every, different yeah. matches. Yeah. We work different styles. Uh, let's just have a... I mean, it has... <coughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you <all right>? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Chris just so comes up with a hairball. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> I don't swallow some weed. Oh, God. <laughs> How? How? <laughs> I'm chewing on it. It's just... I don't know, man. Okay. Ah, oh, okay. So, um, yeah. <laughs> as, uh, yeah, as we're trying to tell you guys how we feel, you're over here choking on weed. Why should they listen? <laughs> like, this thing is choking, choking on weed. <laughs> and I'm listening to this guy tell me about how to see wrestling. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Machogno, we have nothing to do with me telling you how to react by being a mark, okay? Yeah. What I'm saying is, be a decent human bleeping being, okay? Is all I'm saying. Of course. Marks on the internet, all right? Myself included. Relax. Rustling is going to happen. We have not missed a week in 52 weeks. So, let it progress. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, let it progress. Let it progress. Um, from what I understand, um, like you just made the, the point, Charlotte was always the long term. Charlotte and Rhonda was always mm-hmm. the long term. We just by happenstance got this Becky shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did not, this they is didn't a, book that. This, exactly. This is a treat for us. So they are actually throwing us the complete and ultimate bone, my nigga. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. are fucking complete. And they're playing with our emotions along the ride because they're like, oh, we're taking her out the match and see how you guys react. Let's take her out the match. And let, the, let everybody go crazy. See if she really draws the numbers. See yeah. if she really draws ratings. See uh-huh. if she really pushes the needle. Because yeah. if Becky really does do that, you just created another fucking star. Yeah, exactly. You got to fucking do your scientific theory. You got to test it out. You got to, you know, and that's how you do it. So and just, just understand you're being played. Because I know I'm being played. As a as a viewer watching wrestling, I know like man, this is a fucking mind trick, man. Yes, <laughs> I care so much. In the Why middle of being mind fucked, <laughs> in the middle of a stroke, you're like, damn, I'm being struck. <laughs> exactly, it's in there. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, there's, there's like, more than just hooked. the tip, too, man. Yeah, it's it's you're fucked. <laughs> you're, you're ruined. So at that point, it's like you can't either accept it as a mark. And look at it like, okay, it's a business. Okay, uh, we know what they were planning, and let's not get too hype over what the story they're telling. And, and, and appreciate and be and appreciated, appreciated for the story it's being told. Exactly, because you know, I think that it's, it's a great story with, with Becky right now. I think that exactly what they're doing, exactly what they should be doing with her, and you know, keeping us on the thread with her and giving her the first show. Um, you put on put her on front display every single week, and then now taking her away from us. The, you know? I think that. What we just talked about is a great segue into our final yeah. um, segment of of the night, which is business and logic. You got to understand the business and the logic behind what's about to happen with WWE. They are currently on the way of being... The more profitable than they have ever been in company history. They are experimenting with new things while also building upon Uh things that have already been established. Creating new performance centers overseas. Yeah, realize that NXT, the thing that we love so much, is operating as a loss for the company. So... It's like a side project that is, should spawn on new business ventures that then become profitable for the WWE exactly. as a whole. Exactly. So the thing that we love the most is a side project, you know, that takes an L for the that company. That takes an L for the company. So they're they're gonna make their bread, and with that being said, 
the uproar about AEW. Kenny Omega has finally signed with AEW. You know, uh, congratulations for getting your money. And shout out to Kenny Omega. Uh, I see that they're booking him and Chris Jericho again. Have fun, AEW. Double or nothing is going to be sold out, as we know. Yeah, sold out in four minutes. That's what they said. Four minutes? Good. Okay. How long? How, how many seats, you know? Uh, I don't know how many seats. I will look it up mm-hmm. and we'll report on that next week as mm-hmm. I get more. Um, I just found out about it early today, mm-hmm. uh, scrolling through Twitter or whatever. Um, but, but yeah. It, I, but business-wise, business wrestling wise, is booming. It's booming. And in WWE's final quarter, they had one of the most profitable quarters in past history. So they're still making money. So you're saying that with, with wrestling booing and with AEW coming, they're not worried. I'm saying they're not worried. Also, fans don't need to be worried either. That's that's pretty much my thing. Like, <clears throat> our show is Reasonable Wrestling. We call ourselves reasonable and logical marks, meaning that we kind of look at wrestling in the totality of what it is. It is theater. It is business. And pretty much that is exactly the only two things of the category. Like it's it is a, athleticism. It, you know, it, it's the sports it, entertainment. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's athleticism. Like, but even in the athleticism, if you were to put whoever, dancers or singers or whoever on stage, they have to perform whatever craft that yeah. they partake in. No matter what, no matter what, what part of athletic, exactly. You know, you could be the guy at the end with the putting the tigers through the hoops. That's great, That's, but you're not always going to be the trapeze artist. In the, sometimes the trapeze got to be in the middle of the show, you know. So like, it's just, and, you, and also they're short. They're gonna have a little bit of time, and they're not gonna, they're not running always smoothly because it's a show that's spontaneous. So you gotta, you know, understand all this tool, all, all, all the levers t- that gotta be pulled to get that show to happen. And and like, um, the logic and and uh, of realizing what it takes to run a live show. Um, AEW at this point in time will have its hand f- hands full Yo. trying to not so much meet the demand of the fans now, but also the demand of what they're trying to accomplish. Logically, I th- I don't know if it's feasible. Here's the thing: Here's the thing. it depends how, how how big of a scale they're going. I don't we don't we don't know yet. We, that's why I was asking you for the seat. How many seats? Because if they're trying to go WWE scale, they can't just well, off the bat try to re- reach that scale off of not not even like seat size. Like they can't do stadiums. Like they can't start with that shit. So it's going to be essentially indie shows for a little bit. That's how I'm picturing it at least. But they're going to be on TV. So way I'm seeing is that hey, let's 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 see for what it is. You know, let's be excited about. It. Let's experience it. Um, but as far as it making money, if we saw. If you guys saw the Fire Festival um, documentaries, if, if that shows anything, that show pros to do show pro costs a lot, a lot, a lot of money, and this is also a business. So AEW has to put on a product that competes with WWE, and also the money behind it, and then get the ratings and money revenue to come into your company at the same time is a task. No matter how much talent you got, no matter how all the signings are, exactly. no matter what we see at, on uh, all the elite. They have to make the business numbers match up for this to be a thing that's sustainable. So for, for AEW, and, and you're giving up big contracts right now. I'm hearing so. right, and that's my, that's another thing. Like business wise, logic wise, 
Like, do you think, do you, wrestling fans, and also AEW, who I would love to have opportunity to possibly sit, work with, work for, Uh whatever the case may be, logically, business-wise, I don't necessarily know how much sense it makes to, to give out these large... Contracts. It depends how much they got. It does depend on how much they got. It, it also depends on knowing that they're going to operate on the loss. This can't be, oh, we're going to change it. They may have changed the world initially in like three, four hmm. years to get to where they are. Um, but they also have to understand that this might take the same amount of time. Yeah. Television is a different beast. That's where the money's going to be made. Uh-huh. So they have to give out these contracts now to get names for the it's star be, power. Like, it's so. going to be very, very telling to see the ratings they pull on television. It's going to be very, very telling. Because as we see right now, we saw AAF is on weekends, right? Yes. And they're pulling in ratings for football and on the offseason. So this is going to be an alternative alternative to WWE. Now I know there's MLW on being sports, but not everybody has being sports on their on their TV. Correct. So I'm curious as to like what channel they're going to be on, and then if they can pull in the numbers that WWE can, or in like comparing to what they get, that will show all right whether they have the tools necessary to do it at least as a product. But then there's the business aspect. How long can you sustain it? On uh, what business model? And I know they have money behind it with the Jaguars, um, um, the son of the Jaguars owner. Um, you know, they have billions of dollars. So if he's going to, that's backing it. But if you want to make a sustainable business that's making, generating income, you got to grow. You know, so it has to be something that has the, the cash flow moving. It does. And, and also. I need to get more seasons, you know, with the ratings and whatnot. And also. I know that New Japan, it, this the match of Jericho and Omega moved the needle for New Japan. But for me, again, fan. I, well, I, I'm again. I, I'm not. I'm not in the majority. I don't want to see that again. Okay, that is not going to get me to see this pay per view. Honestly. I feel the same way in the same aspect, but I would watch it. I'm not like, hey, I'm not, I'm not tuning in to see Jericho Omega. Like, I'm not feeding for that match. Right. However, I'm curious to see what's going to happen on this show. Pac you know? and Page may be something that I am definitely intrigued to see. I just want to see Pac again. Like, I haven't, I haven't seen him like, have a match since WWE, so I'm curious to see what you can, what you can do. So, um, business, and, business and logic, we pretty much was just... Um, it, it's it, it it it's to give props to Kenny Omega's um passion to do something different, yeah. to create his own path, and to go into business with his legitimate friends to not take. I, I don't think they're trying to overtake them. Yeah. Honestly, I do think that they just want to be an AF. Uh-huh. They want to be an alternative. Yeah. They understand and that. And that's fine. Yeah. yeah. You can make a lot of money being an alternative. You, you can know? make a shit ton of money. Pepsi is an alternative baby. to Coke. God damn, you're right on yeah. that. And I would love to be Pepsi. Yeah. I would like to make Pepsi money. God <laughs> damn. I, I mean. And if, and if WWE is Disney, then, you know, you can be that 
DreamWorks, you know, that uh, whatever, you know, to to that conglomerate and make that make your own little money. So I'm so for AEW. I'm really curious to see what happens with it. I really I'm just saying that this is good for wrestling. That's all it is. It's just good for wrestling. It's good for the business. Make more money. People get more jobs. Um, people get to see wrestling again on TV in exactly. a different, different, different way. So it's all good for wrestling. I do think that conglomerates, it needs to be a conglomerate. I don't think that everybody needs to be working against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, in the idea of an AF, AAF and an XFL, it's best if you do things collectively to make money and expand. Like, okay. it, it, But they're working with um, AAA, I hear. They are, which, which, I mean, like, like MLW is. Uh-huh. So my that's my thing. Like, if MLW is working with TNA, and they're also working with AAA, and they were the ones that got Roosh in the states working from C- CMLL. Okay. If they have connections like that, and AEW is working with AAA, and they are trying to get people from it's China, all and they are trying to get people from CMLL, the independent web. They just need to work together. Yeah. They just need. It probably going to happen organically. It should, but you know, people got their own pissers. You know what I mean? So that mm-hmm. means they got to hold their own dicks. Yeah, for real. And you know, when it comes there, you look. Oh, I've never seen. I've never seen in real life people look over a urinal to see somebody else's dick when they piss until I saw businessmen. <laughs> Businessmen will goddamn unzip your zipper to see just because they gotta know if they got the biggest dick literally, in town. Though? Like, no, okay. like, <laughs> please, please don't tell me it's literally happening. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm over here laughing like, ha ha ha. Wait, 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 wait. And I'm just high. <laughs> but you know, you know, business ego gets in the way of making smart business yeah, decisions. Yeah. Um. So between Impact and and MLW. And and uh, AEW and even our even though our our is not going to be a part of the Jericho Cruise is not going to be a part of AEW with talent exchange from what I yeah. understand right now and like I think I speculate I think it came true Sinclair owns all or nothing or um oh um um what was it all all, all in. in all in yeah. all in I I think they yeah that's I think, why they gotta do all out or some shit yeah <laughs> so they own you know what I mean nothing, yeah. so that that's but that's when you that's you doing business with somebody who knows that for one you're about to leave for two you you know what I mean so you you just gotta do a little bit more savvy you know what I mean and I think they'll understand that once they get in this big boy game yeah and they're here you know like I mean Cody's there and Cody, Cody's shout Cody, out to Cody, shout out to Cody Rhodes man again shout you out have to Cody so, Rhodes so much props cause he's so in much for, admiration yo, for you dog he's done so much work but the work is to come yep. like he has so much more work to come so shout out to Cody if you're, you're a visionary and if you can be the next Vince McMahon who can make this whole thing you know, and you with the young bucks make this whole thing. It's an, its own generation of wrestling and its own little niche. Go for it. Kill I it. know this. If y'all motherfuckers go public, I ain't missing out on stock again. I can tell you all <laughs> that. All right, so we kind of had a pretty quick show. Um, it's a long night. Yep. Uh, hour in. So let's get through this preview. 
and we're gonna wrap up. Right? Yeah. Made it to the table. We made it to the table. I mean, I was on the couch. Sleep, <laughs> nigga. Snoring, probably. <laughs> Drooling yeah, I mean, shit. I don't even tell you about my day. Yeah. Golly. Um, so, we here. Uh, end of the show. And we're about to go ahead and rip into this Elimination Chamber card that's happening on Sunday. Uh, first, first things first. First ever. Women's Tag Team Title Match. Mm-hmm. All right? Elimination Chamber Match at that. Six teams, 12 women. Nia Jackson Tamina versus the Riot Squad, which is Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, uh, versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, versus the Iconics, versus Bailey and Sasha, versus Naomi and Carmella. Your prediction is... I mean, gotta go to Sasha Bailey. Coming, correct. Correct the Mundo. I, I, I mean, yeah. I don't see anybody yeah, else I winning can't that. I can't. <laughs> no, no and way. I would be legitimately shocked <laughs> if somebody else won. I mean, yeah. totally, bro. I don't yeah. even have a second <laughs> option on yeah, this. Yeah, I don't. Right. I, I don't either. Yeah. All right, so, Naomi Carmella, like, oh what am I gonna, what am I gonna say? All right, so we got Na- uh, Sasha and Bailey, Boston Hug, Boston Hug Connection, first ever tag women tag team champions. Uh, second, Miz, uh, Miz and Shane, first Usos. Please right, shout out to the Usos for having a great promo on SmackDown and them making something out of this program. I just hope that they kick Shane's head in as on a coast to coast, like I didn't get with Sheamus. <laughs> but <Bruh. laughs> I mean, if they're gonna give me Shane, hey Shane, do some cool shit like you always do, and get your head kicked out. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it to Shane and Miz because they're gonna keep him to WrestleMania. Unfortunately, I really don't. I really want to see Usos get it, but I think they're gonna go to Shane. I'm gonna go with the Usos just so we can have some comfort. All right. Um, next. We have Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. I didn't even know this match was on the card. I don't care for it. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. But yeah, Buddy Murphy. All right. Ronda. Bobby. I'm, I'm gonna do. The, I'm gonna do the big championships last. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor handicap match for an Intercontinental Title. Finn Balor, of course. Yeah. Short thing. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm with it. I booked this like three weeks ago. You did? Yeah. All right. <laughs> as soon as I saw him interact, like, oh, Ben's taking the title. We got Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin in a no disqualification match. I, don't, I don't give. I don't care. Not one shit turd. Like, what could they possibly do to make me care in this match? Like, even if Braun does some crazy shit, I'm like, okay. Listen, somebody could, like, Literally <laughs> die <laughs> in this match, and okay. I'm like, "Hey, so is it over here?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Man. And, I, and I like Braun, guys. You can go back on this podcast and you can hear me, you know, talk about Braun like all the time. But I just can't. You don't. You can't. It's hard to care about this match. But it's gonna be Braun. So let's just move on. It's gonna be Braun. Uh, so, Ronda versus Ruby. We know. Ronda. Thank you. I don't even. This is the big one, though. Right here. No, Ruby Rod's going to take the title of the rest of the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> After all this. 
Ruby Riot main events WrestleMania against Charlotte. Oh my gosh! Oh god! Big, we think we're big, fucking stupid. Big match of the night: Daniel Bryan, champion, versus AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and the newly added Kofi Kingston. Who do you think is winning this uh, match? Get better soon, Mustafa Ali. Um, but, uh, yo, Mustafa Ali has gotten beat up by everybody on the SmackDown roster. Yeah, and they're pushing this whole Eric Rowan thing as if he injured Mustafa on SmackDown. When we all saw Randy stomp his face in. Get some, get some heat on Rowan, man. Rowan, Rowan, doesn't, Rowan needs heat, but... Rowan needs something. But, come on. All right, anyways. Uh, I said before, Randy Orton. You think Randy's going to win it? That sucks. I think... After I said it, yeah, I'm like, uh, I think AJ Styles is going to win it. Okay, it's one of those two. I think AJ Styles is going to win it. So, between one of those two... Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I can, yeah, AJ Styles win it. And then Randy... Just, don't, no, don't switch. No, don't switch. No, no, that's the reason why. Because I think ah, that Randy... That's the reason why! I think AJ chasing Randy... Nah, I think... Randy being a predator against... Alright, fuck it. Randy Orton. <laughs> Booking into WrestleMania, I'm talking about how I would tell it. I'm going too deep. Fuck it, Randy Orton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, I'm not really excited about the match. Um, our matches. But I'm going to watch. And oh, the Chambers are the Immersion Chambers are always good to see. Uh-huh. They're always a great train wreck. So. We, did, we just had our um, Bullet Club Elimination Chamber, yes. which I should have won. Yo, we had Elimination Chamber, uh, WWE 2K, Kenny Omega, who are, who is a who you had, and Cody Rhodes, uh, AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, Adam Cole, who was me, and mm-hmm. Finn Balor. Yep, great fucking match, crazy match, all Bullet Club match, fire. Shout out to WWE for making such a fire yeah, game. Yeah, it's fun. It's a great game. Um, and with that, we're going to go ahead and, and wrap up the show. Um, we got done before midnight, which is great. I probably can go to sleep before midnight uh, because soon as I close my eyes, like a light. Yeah. Dog. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Catch us again, like CT said. I iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher. We're on YouTube, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Reasonable Wrestling, baby. Find us. You know where we're at. And uh, we'll see you next week for our 40th episode. 4 dog. 40th. Throw up the four horsewomen. Four four horsewomen, four horsemen. Come on. So thank you guys again, uh, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.